Hey, special ed teacher. In today's episode, I'll be sharing my top favorite SPED classroom organizational tips that have been a game changer for me. But before we get into it, if you haven't yet, be sure to go ahead and join my IEP course waitlist. This course will help you with the foundations of an IEP, the how-to organization, and the exact IEP meeting process I use for each and every meeting. When you join this list, you'll be the first to know when the course will drop. I'll go ahead and leave a link to join in the show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers, welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Organization in a SPED classroom is an ever ongoing topic that is important because I don't know about you, but I find myself needing to change my systems and organization almost every year sometimes every few times a year. But the ideas I'll be sharing with you today have stuck with me for a while. This is my 15th year of teaching special education. And within those years, I've worked at two different districts, two different positions, three different schools, and seven different classrooms. Seven So can you imagine the organizational decisions and systems I've had to make in each and every classroom throughout the years? I am still going through the boxes today. Yes, today. (laughs) But after all these different movements and constant new groups of kids each year, there have always been my top tried and true organizational tips and tricks that have never failed me. And they have worked for me and my team throughout the years that I still use today. So here we go. My top six special ed classroom tips to keep you organized. For my first classroom tip is number one, separate student bins. Pre-pandemic, while working in the resource room, I kept student materials in a community bin within my small group table. And then my para did the same. All pencils were in the same bin, erasers, crayons, and scissors. But of course, after returning to in-person traditional school, everything had to be separated for the students to keep the spread of corona low. This forced everyone to provide separate materials for the students. Yes, it was a hassle initially, but it was a game changer. I got this idea from another colleague at work. We purchased open storage bins from the Dollar Tree for each student. The bin had pencil boxes for each kid, and we put the basic materials in there. My aide labeled the storage bins and the pencil boxes. 
Each student has a whiteboard, dry erase marker, and an eraser. My aide helped supply reference folders for quick reference materials and a place to keep their work. Every student was responsible for keeping their materials organized and everything is at their fingertips. So for tip number one is separate student bins. My top special ed classroom tips to keep you organized for my second top classroom tip is number two, shelves for student materials. Along with the separate student bins, we purchased cube shelving for the classroom to place the student bins in. Of course, the hard part was finding a space to place them, but I prioritized having these shelves for my kids. It has kept their materials looking more organized in my room, a place that is easy to maintain. It has become routine where the students know where to grab their things and where to put it away. At first, I was thinking of organizing it a certain way so each student had their own spot, which is how we did it at first. But as the years progressed, it was easier to just have the kids find an empty spot since their bins were the only thing that was put in the cubbies of the shelves. So for tip number two are shelves for student materials. My top special ed classroom tips to keep you organized for my third top classroom tip is number three, a visual class schedule. This was a game changer for me when I was still in the special day class, when I used to teach my upper elementary autism class. But I recommend that all classes should have them. A visual class schedule that has each subject printed on each card that is also magnetic in the back, so you can easily manipulate it every day. I love this and my students loved it. At first, I was the one who changed the schedule each day, but then eventually the students began to understand what day it was and what our schedule would look like that day. So I had a calendar helper each morning that would help me figure that out. And you know, our students are driven by their schedules. And every time a subject was done that day, the student would go ahead and pull that card down from the board. So for tip number three is a visual class schedule. My top special ed classroom tip to keep you organized for my fourth top classroom tip is number four, a lobby table. I have used this more in my resource room, but if you have the room in your self-contained class, this has been used in multiple ways. In my resource room, it's just myself and my aide, and we each have our own small group table, but we also have a small round table in the middle of the room. I have groups throughout the day coming in and out of my class. Many do not need me to call them anymore when it's time for their service. They know when to come but some come a little too early, like about five minutes or so. If it's earlier than that, I send the students back to class. (laughs) But if it's a few minutes early and my aide or myself is about to close up with the group that we do have, we have those early students wait at this middle table. They can read their materials or begin working on previous work. Also, we do have language support aids that come with my hard of hearing students to help them communicate in ASL or also known as American Sign Language. And the middle table is a great spot for them to hang out and do their work, like collecting their own data. Then if my aide or I have trouble communicating with our hard of hearing students, their language support aids are quickly there to assist. 
my students are working to be bilingual, technically trilingual with ASL, English, and Spanish at home. Having their aids sit away from them allows our hard of hearing students to practice their verbal skills with us and be more independent. This lobby table has also given the chance for my DHH or deaf and hard of hearing language support aids to provide their service minutes in my classroom. So for tip number four is a lobby table. My top special ed classroom tips to keep you organized for my fifth top classroom tip is number five, a sensory space. I loved using a sensory space in my self-contained class and my resource room. In the self-contained class, I use my classroom library as an area where my students could have their sensory time. I have a rug there and now in my resource room, a comfortable soft rug that they can sit at. You'd think that only my little kindergarten students would enjoy sitting there, but nope. My big fifth and sixth graders like hanging out there too. Next to them, I have sensory bins that have different fidgets and tools that they can use as a break. We have used it as a calming space as well when my students need that sensory break or something they can earn. They all love it from TK all the way up to my big sixth graders. So for tip number five is a sensory space. My top special ed classroom tips to keep you organized for my sixth and last top classroom tip is number six, student data binders. This has to be the number one game changer I have used in my classroom. It took me a ton of trial and error, but I think I finally got what works for me and my aid. I know some of you dislike using paper materials and prefer digital, but you do what works for you and your staff. Using physical data binders for us works since my aide cannot access her own computer. It's easily accessible and we put it on a middle shelf in the classroom so we can both grab it immediately. These binders have the student names on the spine, have a copy of their student's IEP at a glance, and then samples of their IEP goal work in them. Whenever a student has a good IEP goal sample work, we have a hole puncher on top of the shelf and we just put it in their data binder immediately. It's been amazing and my aide has helped me maintain this over the years. So my last tip with tip number six are student data binders. I hope you gained an idea or two to start implementing in your classroom this year. So to recap, my top six special ed classroom tips to keep you organized with number one, separate student bins, number two, shelves for student materials, number three, a visual class schedule, number four, a lobby table, number five, a sensory space, and then for tip number six, student data binders. I would love to know what organizational tool is something you have to have in your special ed classroom. Let me know in our free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Also, just a quick reminder to join that IEP course waiting list. You'll be the first to know when the course will drop. I will go ahead and leave a link to join in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. 
Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.